0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Brian, Dick LeGrand, and me, Harlow Wilcox.
1: It's Circus Day
0: in Westville Vista. And circus day anywhere means that parking places are at a premium. If you have any regard for your fenders, you pay the premium. Like Bibber McGee and Molly.
2: Hey, Bud, how much are you charge to park here? A buck and a half, Mister. Mm. Only two spaces left, so we can just get your car and four others in. Take it, dearie. This is as close as we'll ever get to the circus ground. And the parade goes right past here, you know. Oh, uh, okay. Here you are, Buster. Thanks, mister. Uh, take this card, too. My brother runs a Fender and Body Works, and he'll take the dents out of this car for you cheap. There aren't any dents in it. You're new here, ain't you, ladies? <laughs> All right, folks. Plenty of parking space. Park right here. Come on, Molly. Let's get a good place at the curb so we can see the parade. I want to be able to wave if I see any of my old pals in the circus. My goodness, Gary, I didn't know you had any circus friends. Oh, my gosh, kiddo. Show business is show business. Lots of the people I and Fred Nittany knew in Vaudeville have went into circus sense. Whatever became of Fred Nittany? Last I ever heard of him, he was talking about opening a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, all actors talk about owning a restaurant. <laughs> they like to be close to the groceries. <laughs> but I don't know where old Fred is now. He tried... Oh, hi there, old-timer. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Hello there, kid.
1: What you doing out here? On the street? <laughs>
2: old-timer, then we're going to the circus. Mostly on Molly's account. It's old stuff to me, of course. Been on the stage most of my life. I was 37 years old before I ever went in the front door of a theater. <laughs> Must have been a long line ahead of you. <laughs> What's the slang there, dearie? Uh, Speaking of long lines, daughter, that's where I come from. Of circus folk. Yeah. Have we heard of Madame Van Dyke, the bearded lady? Oh, sure. Know the name well. Well, kids, that was Papa. <laughs> Uncle Cyril was a daredevil. Daredevil. Used to shoot him out of a cannon twice a day. But didn't put enough gunpowder in one day, and Uncle Cyril lost his job for turning up half shot. <laughs> My interesting family. You think that's interesting, daughter? Well, let me tell you about Grandma. Grandma? My Grandma was the first woman fire eater in the circus. Wow. Sylvia Stromboli, the lady volcano, she was built as. <laughs> How did her dentist bill himself? Dr. Sender, the ember to remember? <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> you should be. Well, sir,
2: <clears throat> Grandma was a very talented woman, kid. Yeah? She could drink a cup full of napkins, strike a match on her teeth, and boil a T-bone steak at 50 paces.
1: <laughs> Must have been a popular girl at weenie Rose.
2: <laughs> I guess you just got to have a flair for that sort of thing. Uh. Well, Grandma had a kid. Come in very handy during the wintertime. Grandpa used to set her in the fireplace, touch her off, and she'd keep a five-room house very comfortable all winter long. What did they do at night, shut her off or bank her? Strange you should ask that, daughter. Grandpa was just fixing to fit her with a thermostat when the accident happened. <laughs> What's the accident? Did she get put out about something? <laughs> got a hold of some bad benzene, and when Grandpa started to kiss her goodnight, she got a bad case of the heat and set fire to the finest handlebar mustache east of the Rockies. <laughs> he was so burned up, he stormed out of the house and got a divorce on grounds of lip arson. Well, uh, where is he now? Well, sir, he changed his name to Billy Mills, got a job leading the band in the circus,
1: and here he comes now. Hiya, Grandpa! Grandpa, it's me! Thank you. <laughs>
2: Wonderful, McGee. Oh, yeah, in a way. But when you've been in show business, as long as me and Fred Nittany was, you remember me speaking to Fred Nittany. It's the fellow from Rock, Illinois, that I and he were in vaudeville together for so long, so long ago. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I do, dearie. Mm-hmm. Though I haven't heard you mention his name for at least five
1: minutes.
2: <laughs> Any kind of show business always reminds me, good old Fred. Fred was a kind yeah. of... Yeah!
1: Oh. Oh.
2: Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth was that all about? <laughs> Oh, there's always pickpockets in the crowd like this, you know. <laughs> I keep a loaded mousetrap in each pocket.
1: <laughs>
2: when you've been in show business, as long as I... Oh, hey, look, one of the elephants has got loose. Where? Right Why? over there with the... Oh, no, no, that's Doc Gamble. <laughs> Hi, that's all. Hello, Dr. Gamble. Taking in a few of the concessions? Yes, and vice versa. But I was called out here on an emergency case. Yeah? It seems the India rubber man sat on a hot waffle iron and gave himself a retread. <laughs> Having fun, children? Oh, yes, indeed, doctor. McGee explains everything to me. He knows all about circuses because he had an action in vaudeville once, you know. Yes, I heard about his vaudeville act. Ever play Petoskey, McGee? That the one where the deuce is wild and you can't melt and you get seven of. nine? <laughs> That's Canasta. Oh. Petoskey is a town in northern Michigan. Oh, oh Petoskey. Oh, sure, sure. Me and Fred Nittany played there. That's where our act busted up one winter and Fred organized a ski meet. Yeah, had a great slogan, too. There's no business like snow business. Ah, uh, but Fred, one was a, he was a great one to let things look, slide. Look, 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 McGee. I'd like to stand here and let you bore me with your dull past, but I've got to get over to the fat lady's tent. Oh, Somebody told her she had seven toes on her left foot, and she wants me to check up. Why doesn't she look at him herself? She hasn't even seen her knees for 20 years. She
1: weighs 412.
2: 412. How and twelve. How'd she ever get so fat, Pat? Same way anybody does, Sonny. He just kept saying, I'm going to start my diet tomorrow. <laughs> well, enjoy yourself, children. Yeah, okay. you do that. We will start my diet tonight, McGee. What do we do now? Well, let's go get our tickets for the Big tent. The show won't start for an hour, but if we have our tickets. All right, all right, all right.
0: Step a little closer, folks, close and see a flying and amazing feat of magic. A simple but baffling bit of legend domain which can be performed in your own home. Now, oh, I'll need a volunteer from the crowd to assist me. Uh, how about you down there, the lady with the bat eared husband?
2: He means you, Molly. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know, sir. I... Ah, it won't be any trouble at all, madam. Just stand right where you are. Hold up your purse, please, madam, where everyone can see it. All
1: righty. Oh, hang on
2: to it tight, you know. This may be a trick. I've
1: got it. All right,
2: now watch me closely, ladies and gentlemen. I have in my right hand here an ordinary square of cotton cloth, slightly dampened.
0: And in my left hand, a little plain old wrist for of mud.
1: Whistful of mud. I right. simply
0: pass the damp cloth over the dirt, and presto, el frano gesundheit.
1: Well, there it has disappeared
0: And now You had a question, brother? Yeah
2: Where are the dancing girls?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: All over the United States and Canada, brother
0: Because women everywhere dance with joy When they hear about this great money and labor-saving
1: offer Now, if you'll just step in <laughs> Hey, that
2: was quite a trick, Molly Well, come on, let's go over and watch the monkey. Fred Nittany and me had a monkey in our act once that could do much. Well, you go ahead, dearie. I want to throw rings at the canes and try to win a prize. (laughs) Okay, Tiffy. But I warn you, you can't win. A lot of these games are gimmicks, you know. But if you want to throw your dough away, you'll find me over at the monkey cage. Oh, right,
1: dearie.
2: I wish old Fred Nittany was here. He'd get an awful kick out of this. I wonder what old Fred's doing now. I owe money. Hi,
1: Nittany.
2: Oh, hi, dearie. You enjoying
1: yourself? Here I am, I betcha.
2: Sure. Me and Willie, took. We've been in all the side shows, and we went in the animal camp, and we saw the hippopotamuses, and the rhinoceros, horses and the zebra yeah. and
1: the giraffes and Mr. McDonald from the Third National Bank, and the laughing hyena. What was the hyena laughing at? Mr. McDonald. <laughs> that I can
2: understand. Where are you going now, sis? I'm going down the midway here and see my Uncle Paul. Oh, He's got a booth here, and maybe if I be real quiet, here will let me watch him paint a dip. Do what? Paint a dip? Sure. My daddy says Uncle Paul is one of the biggest dip artists in the world. <laughs> on, so long, sis. Don't take any wooden popcorn. Oh, hi, Molly. You well. Know? How much did you get took for this time, Josie? Oh, just a dollar and a half, dearie. But I want a Cupid doll. A Cupid doll for a buck and a half? Now huh. well, I warned you. My gosh, a buck and a half for a twenty-cent plaster doll? What's that <laughs> stuff? Well, uh, these are the other things I want for my dollar and a half. Oh. Camera. Navajo blanket. An electric razor.
1: Huh? And an
2: ashtray. And a pair of field glasses.
1: Ooh.
2: Oh yes, and twelve pounds of candy. <laughs> I bet it's cheap candy too. You can't win on them things. <laughs> Come on, let's buy our tickets for the main show before it gets too crowded. All right, dearie, whatever you say. You know show business. You bet, Hey, me being in show business, I ought to get a cut rate on these tickets, Molly. Hey, bud, we want a couple of tickets. I'm McGee of McGee and Nipney. Snappy songs do anything. You give courtesy to actors? Very little, sir. Hmm. (laughs) I've always found them a rather rowdy lot myself. No, no. He means, sir, that he's an actor. Or was. He says so. There was quite a bit of discussion about it, but they never proved that he wasn't, and uh, would you give him a cut? Well, that seems a little drastic, madam. Why don't you just belt him one with your cupid? <laughs> Okay, but skip the cut-rate idea. Tell us a couple of good things, will you? In hurry, please. I've been looking forward for a long time to coming to this circus, and I might add, with great gusto. Well, well, well. So you, sir, are the great gusto. I've seen your act in Bojo hundreds of times. Oh, yeah, but now, but look here. And you, madam, are, I presume, Mrs. Gusto's? No, no, sir. I'm Mrs. McGee. Oh, I'm sorry, Mrs. McGee, but did you ever see the great gusto's act in vaudeville? Oh, he was marvelous. What illusion. Now, now, just a minute now, boy. I think you're confused. No, I'm Whistle, Mr. Uh-huh. Gutzel. Oh. Baskin <laughs> W. Prentwistle. And on behalf of the circus, I'd like to present you and your daughter, Mrs. McGee,
1: <laughs> with
2: two complimentary tickets. Reserved? Well, ordinarily, I am, yes. <laughs> But on occasions like this, I get quite emotional, Mr. Gusto. Yeah, huh? Oh, your magic act is one of the finest. Now, wait a minute. Let's get this straightened out. His name is not Gusto. His name is McGee. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought your name was McGee. It is. It's the name of the great Gusto. <laughs> Did he do his great disappearing act, Ella? I'll swear I was looking right at him. Gad! what a marvelous illusion. And you, sir, what can I do for you? <laughs> My name is McGee, and I want... Oh, yes. Your husband just arrived, Mrs. McGee. What? Oh, uh, you should have been here a moment ago, sir. The great Gustav was here and did one of his great allusions for it. Uh, disappears like before our eyes. <laughs> that isn't the only good trick he did. He left his complimentary tickets in my husband's hands. Yeah, right here. Ha-ha. Well, sir, if the great gusto wanted you to have them, sir, you are certainly welcome to them. We merely require that you play the nominal service charge. What was that again? Service oh. charge. Oh, I thought I said that. Yeah.
1: I am? Yes. I thought
2: I was just, though. Oh, no. We really require that you pay the nominal service charge and amusement tax.
1: That's it. That'll
2: be... Let's uh... see, that'll be $14.90. Heavenly days, mister Prince
1: Whistle.
2: <laughs> no, no. No, I meant my name is Trent Whistle.
1: Oh, look, but I... Move along, move along,
2: folks. Huh? Now next to is next in the line. You, sir? No, I've been here all the time. My name is... Oh, I'll skip it. Come on, Molly. How long did you want
1: Big Joe back, McGee?
2: Well, the guy says it starts at 2.15, but that's just to get you in there so you can buy programs, whips and balloons and candy and get gum on your shoes and your hair full of sawdust. we still got time to see some more sights, well, don't we? Well, well, hello
1: there, Molly. Hello,
2: McGee. Having fun? Oh, hello there, Mr. Mayor. Yes, yes, we are. Lots of fun. I'll assure you lots of fun. What you doing? Collecting the poll taxes for the tent poles? <laughs> I'm here, McGee, in what I consider the best interest of the taxpayers. Good for
0: you, Mr. Mayor. Yes, yes. I felt so tired today that I knew if I did any work, I'd louse it up.
1: Uh-huh. So
0: I came to the
2: circus. I see. Lots
0: of fun. Yeah. Besides, I have a great interest in the entertainment business.
1: Ah, uh,
2: yes. We know. We've met her. Yeah, nice
0: girl. Where Pepe the trip? I was not referring to Miss Tremaine. Oh. No. But I have a morbid interest in giraffes.
2: Giraffes? Oh, does your fascinate you, Mr. Mayor? Why?
0: Because, being a politician myself, I'm always amazed how any living creature
2: can stick his neck out that far without uttering a word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: personally, LaDreve, I like circuses because I'm an old showman myself. You know, I had a vaudeville act with a fellow named Fred Nipney from Star Rock, Illinois. Yes, some... yes,
0: yes, I know, I know. Greatest act vaudeville ever produced.
2: My gosh, where'd you hear that?
0: From you. Oh.
2: <laughs>
0: At least a hundred times. Mm. A
2: modest estimate, I'm sure. Oh, do you have to go, home, Mr. Mayor? Yes,
0: yes, I do. I'm going over and get a glass of punk lemonade. That's pink lemonade. I've seen it. It's punk. I've tasted it. <laughs>
2: Way for an opportunity to win fame and fortune. Oh, Test your athletic prowess against and Jansky, the Balkan farmer. Born with three sets of five sets, and has held every wrestling title in the United States and Europe. Oh, that's like light. light, heavyweight, junior light, heavyweight, heavy light, junior weight, lightweight, junior heavy, heavy junior lightweight, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
2: also a hula hula champion in the Coochist Cooch Can Division. Say hey, McGee, isn't that? Why, sure it is. racial K. Boomer. Hi, Boomer! Ah, oh, yes, the sound of shovels digging up a dead
0: pad. Hicks, <laughs> nay, I can cray, ump, K, if the uh-huh. hear that, aim, nay, I'm an eb, day, up, day. can <laughs> hear
2: it, Steve? Step right up, friends. $25 in cash to anyone who can stay one round with hydrogen house the Balkan bomber, that mass of muscle and barrel strong from the back of beyond. Hydrogen? <coughs> <laughs>
0: In the region of the trapezoid, friends, this magnificent
2: development was caused by years of trying to recover stuck nickels and pay telephones. I just to show the people how you can tear a telephone book into microscopic fragments with your bare
1: hands. Ah hmm? the... <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, That's a pretty
2: thin telephone book. Where's that from, sir? That, my pretty, is the telephone directory of Naked Joe, Missouri. <laughs> we select a small community so as not to frighten the citizens with the superhuman strength of this magnificent anthropoid. Oh, he's an anthropoid. All right, folks. Who has the courage and audacity to wrestle Hydrogen hansky one round for the sum of $25? Oh, I, 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 I Hey, he hey, hey I'll take him, him on. Oh,
1: oh,
2: on hey.
1: <laughs> Please, dearie, don't you get enamored.
2: Now, take him. it easy, kiddo. Take it easy. There's only five bucks I'd rassle gargantua in a three-foot ring. All right, one side there, folks. Let me do that. On, now, okay, Boomer, I'm your man, boy. let boys. me do that. Simply magnificent. How did you ever do it? it. Nothing that any red blooded American boy couldn't have done with a little conniving. (laughs) Easiest twelve and a half bucks I ever made, too. (laughs)
1: Twelve dollars? Did you
2: say twelve dollars and a half? Yep. I thought you were to get twenty five. Well, I was to get twenty five, but. I thought it was only fair to split with a wrestler. I did get but why? My gosh, kiddo, don't you know who that guy was? That wrestler? That was Fred Nickney.
1: <laughs>
2: Fred's the fellow from Star Rock, Illinois,
1: I and mean, he had a following. <laughs> River and
2: Molly return in a moment. May I have a
0: word with you?
1: Certainly, Mr. Wilcox.
2: I'm
0: representing 5,500 retail and wholesale florists to present you with this award, Mother of the Year for 1950. Well, my goodness, I... <laughs> it's made in the dual recognition of your successful career as one of America's foremost radio entertainers and your more important role as a real-life American mother.
2: Well, thank you, Mr. Wilcox. And thank you, subscribers to the telegraph delivery service. It's a great honor, and I accept it gratefully. What do you think of that, CD? I think it's wonderful, kiddo. It's always amazed me how you could send flowers by wire anyway. (laughs) Yeah. When you think of some guy walking maybe from California to New York along those telegraph wires 40 foot off the (laughs) ground... carrying a basket of flowers to somebody's mother for you a... No no, of... no,
0: no, no, pal. Look, uh-huh. a florist in one place wires a florist in another place. They don't walk the
2: wires. That's silly. Yeah, dangerous, too. <laughs> good night. Good night, all, and a special good night to my... Johnny Dollar. Henry Bascom, Johnny, at Forest State Insurance Company. Well, how Hanks? it a long, long time.
1: Yeah, I know. Johnny, are you free to come down here and look into something for us?
0: Henry, as long as somebody pays my expense account, and, of course, a nice fat fee, I'll go anywhere. Johnny, for once, you're not going to be able to pad that freewheeling expense account of yours. Any bets? Why not? Because the investigation I want you to make is right here in New York City. Oh, all well. right